Hello and welcome to your Monday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Monday, July 12th. I'm thinking this has got to be one of the most interesting off seasons for you as far as how the season ended, losing in the Super Bowl, and then you digest all the media this offseason leading up to, to when we get you now. What has the offseason been like? Man, just extreme focus. You know, uh, you got to digest everything, you know, and be able to come back, you know, with a clear mindset, going to each year with a clear mindset. Um, you know, basically, you know, it's hard to wash out that, that, that taste of losing the Super Bowl, but, you know, that's why you have the offseason. So you can come back, you know, go recuperate and come back, you know, with a fresh mindset going into training camp. This morning's update starts with some not so great news from Friday concerning the off the field stuff with Frank Clark. Clark's two gun possession related arrests in California, they came to light back in mid-June. The arrest in mid-June was for possession of a concealed firearm in a vehicle, and the arrest in March stemmed from police officers recovering two loaded firearms from Clark's vehicle. On Friday, Clark was charged with felony possession of an assault weapon stemming from his March arrest, to be clear, not his June arrest. Clark has not yet been charged for the June incident. His arraignment is scheduled for this Wednesday, July 14th. In addition to the legal system, Clark will have to deal with what is considered NFL law. On Friday evening, NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy told NBC Sports, we have been monitoring all developments in the matter, which is under review of the personal conduct policy. There's been no official comment from the Chiefs as of this recording. Time to introduce our second finalist for the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award. In Kansas City, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif trained hard to become a Super Bowl champion. Back home in Canada, he trained to become a doctor. In the span of a few months, this NFL player went from the offensive line to life and death on the front lines. He had earned a degree in medicine, but had yet to get his license to practice. Still, Laurent knew he had a role to play. It was a crisis, and they needed help and hands to face it. I just raised my hand. Duvernay Tardif became the first NFL player to opt out of the 2020 season so he could stay in Canada, becoming an orderly at a long-term care facility to help those most in need. He also used his medical training as part of the NFL Players Association Task Force on COVID protocols. It's not a time to think about playing football. It's a time to think about how, as a society, we're going to be able to use each other's strength to make sure that we give ourselves a chance to have a chance. Yeah, some better news here as the man Mitch Holtis calls the Canadian doctor, Laurent Duvenet Tardif. He was named this year's recipient of the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian of the Year Award at Saturday evening's annual ESPY Awards. Duvenet Tardif received the award for choosing to opt out of the NFL season in 2020 to fight COVID on the front lines at a long-term care facility in Montreal. It's well known in Kansas City that he has a medical degree from McGill University. Duvenet Tardif last spoke to the local Kansas City media back in mid-June as he returned to the team for the first time in a year. It's been a pretty challenging year, I think, for all of us. Uh, for me personally, like, you know, I, I went back and helped in long-term care facility. 
uh, in different capacity. Like sometimes I was a nurse, sometimes I was a orderly, a, a resident. Like I was basically helping where help was needed, and uh, it, it was tough. Like we lost a lot of patients, and we know that long-term care facility were pretty badly affected. Uh, but uh, I think at the end of the day, like, you know, looking back at this year. Uh, being able to watch the Chiefs on Sunday, that was kind of the thing that was uh, keeping me keeping me grounded, you know, and I, it, it was it was fun. It was fun to watch my teammates, fun to uh, stay in touch with them as well throughout the season, even though I wasn't there. Uh, I don't regret my decision. I think I, I was in the right place at the right moment and I was able to put my medical training to use. Uh, but, but for sure, like watching game on Sunday, uh, couldn't be proud of, of the guys. The expectation is he'll be in a battle with Trey Smith and Andrew Wiley up at St. Joe for that starting right guard position. I got uh, Justin Timberlake here. Justin, you're the old head in this group. What kind of advice have you been giving Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes? Um, Keep your head down. That's it. (laughs) How are they playing? This is Patrick's second time here. Here's Patrick. You know know what I've always learned from Justin is just swing as hard as you can and hope it works out. (laughs) That's what I've learned. At some point, you're going to hit a good shot. That's what I'm I'm saying. At some point, you're going to hit something that's going to be on the highlight film. How good is this turnout, man? It's unbelievable. We missed the fans last year. Travis, what's it like to be able to blow off some steam? Your day job is pretty serious. This is a frat party this week. Yeah, it is. I have no idea what's going on right now. I had like a par, par, par. I'm kidding, guys. How's everybody doing today, man? We're doing good. These two are the best guys. They make it easy on me. I'm shooting the worst out of anybody here, but I'm having the most fun, man. It's a blast. Final thing, they say that the team that loses in the Super Bowl, it's one of the hardest things to do is to come back the next year and bring it. What's the challenge for the Chiefs going into 2021? No, sorry. You start from scratch, man, every single year. And you're starting from the starting from the bottom. You got to work your work your way all the way up. And uh, we've done a good job these last two years. We're gonna do it again this year. Can't phase us, baby. Can't phase. This man, I've taken an L before, man. I'm, you know what I mean? We're rolling, man. Chief out here, man. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, you know, that was just Chiefs Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey crashing an interview of multi-platinum recording artist Justin Timberlake on the scene at the American Century Championship Golf Tournament in Lake Tahoe this weekend. Neither Chiefs player did well enough to come close to winning the tournament, but as you can tell, they were certainly in the running for having the most fun. And that's a good thing, as business picks up soon. Quarterbacks and rookies report to St. Joe on Friday, July 23rd. Kelsey gets an extra few days. He's not due to Missouri Western State until Monday, July 26th on Veteran Report Day. Well, first and foremost, everyone is uh, definitely excited about the Aaron Rodgers talk. Whether it would come to fruition or not, we, we don't really know. If you don't know that voice, that came from our interview with Denver's Nick Ferguson, which you can get right here on the AP podcast channel. And though we don't really know whether Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver, it seems that some are betting based upon that possibility. That's the only reason that the Denver Broncos could be the second favorite to take the AFC West based on odds released by Odds Shark on Saturday. As of this weekend, the Chiefs were favorites at minus 250, followed by the Broncos at plus 500, the Chargers at plus 600, and the Raiders with the long shots at plus 1,200. If the quarterbacks do stand and the Broncos go with Bridgewater or Locke, the Chargers should jump them as training camp goes on. Still, even if Rodgers were to land in the division, overtaking the Chiefs remains a rather tall task. That's good news for you right here on the Arrowhead Drive from Monday, July 12th. As I tell you every time, remember to both subscribe and tell maybe your landlord or if you're in your house, tell someone you live with to subscribe to the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And please leave us a rating and a review. 
Coming up Tuesday, it's the Editor's Show return. That means my guy John Dixon is back. But that's it for now. For today's update, I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll talk again on Wednesday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.